You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you. Paul, Thank you. Congratulations to you. Thank you. We've got the, uh, just got an email from the uh, company. Today is Employee Appreciation Day, and we each received 30. This is big. This is big. 30 Odyssey points in our account. Hell yeah. My mic is back, too. You just spent your 30 points on a working <laughs> mic, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. it to our uh, engineer. <laughs> So with our Odyssey points, we can buy things in the Odyssey store. I, I don't think so. Can we? I think so. Really? Can we not? I don't think they're good for anything at all. I think oh, no, they just, are. Oh, they yeah. are. Come on. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. You can get a... I gave Adam 10 this morning for being a content provider. What got... can we buy with our Odyssey points? I, I didn't realize that. I thought, I thought they were just kind of feel-good sort of things. Right. You can get a Odyssey Tile Mate, which I believe is like an Apple like a tag. Okay, air tag, air tag, oh, okay. type of thing. How much is that one? Like so, uh, I don't lose my wallet. That's one hundred and five Odyssey points. One hundred and five. Okay, right, we so we got thirty. So we're like almost a third of the way yep. to a little air tag. Yeah, you can get a wireless charging mouse pad with the Odyssey logo on it. Okay, what does it charge? The mouse. The mouse. The mouse. The wireless the mouse. Mouse pad. Well, what can, can it charge? My phone. Real, charges though? your TV. Real mice. No, it charges your mic, your mouse at home. Your real mouse. <laughs> Uh, you can get an Odyssey cap for 108 Odyssey points. Okay. You can get a ooh a premium Odyssey notebook. I do need a new notebook. You can get a wireless phone charger, a coffee mug with the Odyssey logo Have on it. Have one of those. A power bank. Okay, like that. Yeah. Put that in the golf bag. A fleece Odyssey blanket, which is on sale oh, for much? Employee Appreciation Day. It's only 125 Odyssey points. Well, I mean, is it? I'll tr- I'll sell you guys my points. Do they have uh, those finger traps that you can get? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What is that? Uh, that's a severance reference for anyone who watches that show out there. It's got you a real severance, severance vibe. at least times fifteen in, times. In, in, in I I tried to watch. I fell dead asleep. It's a good show. I, what I, I enjoyed the first season. Uh, but yesterday they did. A, we had a meeting, and I was uh, unfortunately I had to pick my parents up, so I had to miss the meeting. But they brought in breakfast burrito. Which is a, um, that's a good way to, to my heart. I was sold. I stayed for the meeting simply because of <laughs> the breakfast the burrito. burritos. And they I were very good. love a breakfast burrito. But um, they brought them in and there's like, you know, your basic one. But then they have like, they have some that are just sinful. Like sinful. Yeah, sinful. I can usually convince myself a breakfast burrito, eggs, cheese. I had some avocado in it. Like, it's not the worst thing for you. I know it's not health food, but. 
I feel like some scrambled eggs and and just a little bit of, of cheese is not is not going to destroy me. I I can honestly I can pretty much convince myself of the health benefits of like ninety five percent of the things that I eat. I mean, like eh, two donuts that's not the worst thing. I mean, it's like four hundred calories, but I can work that well, off later. I, all right, well, you know, I need a little energy, a little sugar. I, I can't do that I burritos. Can, they just I can, it's I can feel the grease. Yeah, I was going to ask you conversely, so you can talk yourself into. It's not the worst, yeah. I mean, so what is the one? What is something that you eat and you're like, I'm a sack of s. I deserve to be dead. Yeah. Um, Don't we all have? Oh yeah, that one thing that we love, but we know is so unbelievably unhealthy. When I went home to, um, when I went home to Texas for my visit last year, I um, had chicken fried steak. For the first time in a long, long time, with gravy, bro, it was the size of a manhole. Like it was, <laughs> it was this big. It, it was a foot long at least, and smothered in gravy. This is for lunch, mind you. Massive side of mashed potatoes, corn, and a salad with slathered in ranch dressing because it's in East Texas. I mean, I made it. About, I only ate about half of it because I. What human being can pile? That's the whole called thing discipline, down? right there. No, that's called being massively <laughs> full. And also, when you eat it and you put it in your mouth, and you start to swallow it, you're like, I can feel my heart growing in size. I can feel plaque around it. My heart was beating fast when lunch was over. Like I knew. If I kept eating this, I'm going to die. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. <laughs> no, I can convince myself lasagna is okay. I, there's there's a very few things that... What makes you feel like you visited a prostitute <laughs> after you eat it? What makes you think lasagna is okay? Yeah, it's not. I, that's the thing. I told you. I can convince myself of eating just about anything, but... The layers and layers of the cheese. One, the one thing that... Well, there's a couple of things, but the one thing that I will not get myself more than like once a year or every two years... Oh, I'm so fascinated... You know when you go to the taco shop and they have the carne asada fries with that are loaded with loaded. cheese, yes. meat, sour cream, sour cream, French fries, yeah, and you it's all eat it with a fork. And it's really yes. probably for like six people, but not, you know, I'm never with anybody, and I just want one, and I end up eating it. I mean, it is the it makes me feel like death. It makes me feel dirty. It makes me like, feel like I've done something saw, cr- criminal almost. Like to eat you that. went to a massage yeah, parlor. To, it makes me feel like a criminal. <laughs> To eat the carne asada fries from a taco shop. If you guys have them, please tweet us at Ben and Woods because I'm dying yeah. to know what yours is. Uh, deep dish pizza it's so with gross, the oily though. crust and everything yeah. and all the cheese layered in. That also makes me feel somewhat deviant. I don't know, Polly, about you, but when we were in Arizona for spring training, the one night, Polly and I, I said it on the air, and if you read between the lines here, Polly and I, we were feeling a little um, uh, creatively uninspired. Mm-hmm. So we reached for some motivation and after partaking in the motivation (laughs) after after taking in some of the motivation we found ourselves very hungry and when you're sleepy very hungry would you call it maybe the munchies or something like that yeah Yeah. so that's fair i'm on the the doordash app looking at cheesecake factory and i order my meal very heavy cream filled pasta <laughs> with a Dr. Pepper and then a piece of pineapple upside down cheesecake. I ate every every bite. Paulie got pasta. He went a little lighter on the pasta, like a far farfel. How do you say it? Farfale. Farfale. More like an oily, oily, yeah. you know, oh. grilled chicken. Grilled chicken. But then Paulie got the 
giant slab of cheesecake with the strawberry on the strawberry. less fruit in it. When we finished, I was it. mad. At, I was uh, mad at you. I wasn't going to get cheesecake. Fettuccine but Alfredo is probably cheesecake. on my list. I have pretty much not ordered it in twenty years because I, if I, an Alfredo you feel sauce your heart stopping feels really, really, <laughs> really heavy. To I me. went back to bed and I laid in bed and I was like, "That you deserve everything that people say about you. <laughs> you deserve it. Like you're a piece of ass." Oh, I well because also, like I said, we had partaken of some inspiration. And I'm laying in bed, and you know how your mind will start to wonder? And I'm like, you're, you're going to die. And your kids are going to be like, Dad, why didn't you love us enough to have a little bit of self-control? Just a tiny bit of self-control. Is it kind of a nightmare? Like, you you die in your sleep, and there's a giant, like, <laughs> plate of horrible food next to you, and that's how they find you? And it's like, well, there's what's kill- that's what killed him. If at right all, there. It's like... All the bad stuff I've done in my life, if that's what gets me, I'm going to be very disappointed. Like, what happened to him? He sucked down a chicken fried steak in his car, and he passed out behind the wheel, and he died. He's, now his kids oh. are fatherless. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? Paulie, I, be, I, was, I was just short of punching myself in the face from <laughs> self-loathing laying in bed that night. If you have them, tweet them in. I love that. I could talk about that all day. So what yours is... Carne asada, Carne asada fries, fries and fettuccine Alfredo. And fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. Both, by the way. Both, by the way, you'd punch somebody in the face to get at. Have you seen, like, it was there. you go to a place like Cheesecake Factory where they have to have the calorie count on the menu, and yeah. there are certain items that'll, like, 3,600 calories in just the one dish, and you go. It's a you, week. It, you can't, you, that can't, you can't order that. That's. You can't do that. You know who can eat that? Michael Phelps is the only person on the planet that can be like, I'll take this and a piece of cheese. I had a buddy that was a weightlifter. He used to work out so hard, so hard, and and burn so many calories. He'd go, oh, dude, I'd go across the street to the buffet. I would eat an entire pecan pie after I was done. because, And I go, why? He goes, because I could. Because I absolutely could. And he was shredded. He had an eight-pack. I was like, this is – so here's the funny thing. We can all eat like crap. We just have to work out like Michael Phelps does. Is there it you worth go. it? Mm, no. No, it's not. Oh. It's not. Oh, man. I mean, if we had the time to do it all day and that's all we had to do was work out and eat, maybe. Oh, I don't know. So good. How about we uh, we play a little uh, Take on Woods? You ready to go? I'll Let's indulge in that, my friend. Yep. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. All right, so it looks like we got Alejandro on the line. Good morning, Alejandro. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. All right, thanks for calling in to play Take on Woods. It's our uh, five-question musical trivia game. Uh, you'll go first, then Woods will come back in, and if you can beat or tie him on those same questions, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing. It is a trip to Las Vegas to see... 38 special in concert on April 28th in the International Theater at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. You can qualify for the trip, two tickets to the show, and a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. But uh, first, got to pick our category this morning. Here are your choices. Uh, we still have Ain't It Grand up there. That is uh, song titles with the word ain't in them. X's and O's, five song titles that begin with either the letters EX or OH. And uh, since we just played uh, a God category on Wednesday, the new category today is Jesus, I like him very much. 
five musical answers that include the word Jesus. So ain't it grand, X's and O's, or Jesus, I like him very much, Alejandro. What would you like to play? Um, let's go with uh, ain't it grand. Ain't it grand. All right, it ain't proper grammar, but this is music we're talking about. Today we're looking for five song titles that include the word ain't. You'll have 60 seconds. If you don't know one, say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left. And we'll begin, Alejandro, with our two-second song. Polly will play a short clip of a well-known hit. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point, and then we'll go from there. Are you ready to go? Let's go. All right, 60 seconds on the clock, Alejandro. Your time begins when Paul plays the music, the category, Ain't It Grand. Good luck, Alejandro. Let's take on Woods. Diana Ross reached the top of the peak with which 1970 solo hit that came out just three years after a successful Marvin Gaye version of the same tune. Ain't No Mountain High Correct. But, 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 BTO hit number one with which single from late 1974? Pass. The title of which early Cage the Elephant hit is adapted from a quote attributed to God in the book of Isaiah? <laughs> Bill Withers was working in a factory making bathrooms for 747s when he wrote which song that became a hit in 1971? Um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Ain't No Sunshine Correct. Before She Comes? Correct. Uh, Diana Ross reached the top of the peak with which 19... Oh, no, I'm sorry. You got that one. BTO hit number one with which single from late 1974? Right, we did get two, though. Not bad. The other answers hang on the line. This is a tough category. Uh, so the song was Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen. Diana Ross, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Uh, BTO was You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's why I did the the kind of the stutter into it. Ain't No Rest for the Wicked is the Cage the Elephant uh, song from the Book of Isaiah. And you got Ain't No Sunshine from Bill Withers. So not bad. A really tough category, I think, today. And Woods doesn't even get the uh, category to help him out. So this could be a this could be an interesting one. Got a tough one for you today, Woodsy. All right, he's going to come back in, get on the right microphone. I think it's working now, right? You're good? It is. All right, 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Alejandro. Hey, talking about love, Van Halen. Correct. Diana Ross reached the top of the peak with which 1970 solo hit that came out just three years after a successful Marvin Gaye version of the same tune. You can't hurry, love? No, Incorrect. BTO hit number one with which single Oof. from 1974? Ain't seen nothing yet. Correct. The title of which early Cage the Elephant hit is adapted from a quote attributed to God in the book of Isaiah? Ain't no rest for the wicked. Correct. Bill Withers was working in a factory making bath. Ain't no sunshine. Correct. Four out of five. Thank you. Which is a four to two win. Yes. The only one you didn't get. Let's ain't go. no mountain high enough. There it is. Yes. Reached the top of the peak and the category was ain't. It grand five song titles with the word "ain't" in them. I uh, think I love every one of those songs except for BTO. I do not like BTO either. I've said this. I'm on record as being babies ain't seen <laughs> nothing yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know it though. Sucks. We know it quite well. Can we do finally someday? I'm sure it's been done. Can we do worst song bracket? 
please? Yes. Can we all nominate some songs like, to go in like the worst song? And will you put it together in a bracket? Sure, I like putting we'll things have in our brackets. Audience vote on it and come up with maybe the worst song of all time. I mean, you know, putting on the Ritz. It's got to be up. Ben likes it, so he'd vote for it. I see. That's the thing. <laughs> Half of the songs will you be on my favorites, <laughs> bro. That one, the Mungo Jerry song. The I'm going down. To... No, that's. Hot tuna, I think. I can't remember. Everybody, can't heat. Can't heat. Remember? I'm going down to the oh, country. Yeah. Baby, I want to go. If, I want to stab myself. Everyone always says, uh, we built this city. It's so bad. I love that song. I can, I, it's always ranked number one. Starship. But it's like, all right. It's There's way worse. I think it's, it's a decent song. But, but BTO. Oh, I would I, nominate it, that one for that sure. That may be your number one. It, it just annoys me. People uh, are posting their food, and A, I'm starving. Barilla tacos uh, oh. are some that say makes them feel dirty. Well, if you add the, the melted cheese on the inside, and then you're dipping it in the beef broth, oh my God. That, those can be heavy. I get that, but they're very good. Very, very good. Diana says, can totally crush a three-by-three three and animal fries. No guilt, though. It's comfort food. Yeah, Diana, when you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream we eat for comfort yeah, food. That's the problem. We are too comfortable. Come on, in and out There's lettuce and tomato. There's there's some healthy things about ben that. selling himself. <laughs> like I said, I can rationalize a lot of it. Keep those uh, submit. Oh, George, a pastrami sandwich from the hat. Look at this thing. It looks like I've a had, I've had the hat pastrami sandwiches. There is one up by college. And they were so heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just just weigh you down for it's the rest that of the day. feeling after you eat something and you're like, I've done a dirty. I've done something dirty. Something I couldn't tell my wife. Like if I went oh, to... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like it's sh- <laughs> the secret shame, shame of eating yeah. said things. Yeah, it doesn't, it's the shame. Don't talk about it. And you go home and you're, she's like, do you want to go get a bite to eat? You're like, oh, okay. no, I'm okay. I grabbed an early I'm lunch. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. She's like, you sucked down a foot-long burrito on your way home from work, didn't you? It happens, man. It happens. So Keep those coming at Ben and Woods. It's a lot of fun. All right, we got Don't Do This coming up next. Uh, maybe one of the uh, the hidden problems, or not so hidden anymore, with the pitchcom system in Major League Baseball. Oh, I'm titillated about this. And uh, how about this? Met broadcasters are now oh rocketing my up my uh, Dip S announcer rankings. Oral Hershiser will always be number one. But on my Dip S Power Rankings, uh, Mets broadcasters coming in screaming at number two. It's all coming up next with Ben and Woods after a check of traffic. Be right back with more on 97.3 The Fan. I said, you're such a sweet young thing. Why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said. Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Don't forget, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Depeche Mode at Pachanga Arena on December 6th. Every hour you listen now through March 5th equals one entry in the contest. So listen away. Now, for Don't Do This, here's Stephen Woods. Thank you, Benjamin. It's good to be here with you. (laughs) It is uh, time for Don't Do This. And uh, yesterday on the New York Mets broadcast, they were doing a little benchmark called Around the Majors which uh super duper original but uh, they go around the league and give you some some news and notes of things that are going on around baseball <laughs> and well uh this happened a little injury report yeah a little injury report if you will around the majors presented by CDW we mentioned Gavin Lux how about Joe Musgrove dropped a dumbbell on his big toe and broke it cuz he didn't have the uh sticky stuff <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Comes right on the heels of Musgrove signed a big new contract with the Padres. But have they spent a lot of money or what? Yes, they They've have. got the other small market teams up in arms. Yes, yep. hey, right, hey, if you're the, the Cincinnati, they have you morons up in arms too. Let's not get it twisted here. It's not just right. the, it's not just the small market teams that are up in arms because I'm seeing Mets fans 
just peeing their pants on a daily basis about what Peter Seidler and the Padres are doing. But I love I it, know. though. I love it because it means that the Padres are in their heads. Well, the Padres took them out yep. last year. The Padres went in there and beat uh, Max Scherzer last year, took it to him, put the wood to him, knocked those guys out, sent them home. Here's the other thing, though. I'm, I don't think it's funny to make fun of a guy's injury. Like, a guy dropped a weight on his foot. That's not funny. Like, that's not, that's not, if Pete Alonzo dropped, if, if Pete Alonzo's Camaro fell off the jack as he was huffing Winston's in the backyard and drinking Natty Light, and the jack of his Camaro gave out and the thing landed on his foot, I wouldn't laugh at him. I'd be like, Pete, you gotta be more careful. Because he didn't have the uh, sticky stuff. <laughs> What's his name? Gary Th- Cohen? You know when he also didn't have the sticky stuff? In New York. In the game. In the game. Against your team. Ooh, mama. Because he was very, very thoroughly checked, very publicly. Hot. They just kept going. Right, if you're the Cincinnati Reds or the Pittsburgh Pirates and you're rolling out that $90 million payroll and the Padres are spending $250 million plus throwing out all these boxcar contracts, 11 years and 10 years and I mean, how, how do you defend yourself? Hang with them. Go buy a uh, pickleball team. It's hysterical. Bunch of comedians. <laughs> Did you like that one? <laughs> imagine, liked it. imagine being a Mets broadcaster and then talking about how another team is spending their money. It's, they still pay Bobby Bonilla a million dollars a year. <laughs> just FYI. And will in perpetuity, I think. So what are they going to be paying this year with luxury tax? Like 400 and something million dollars on their team? God, they're yeah. rocketing There's up. There's one team man. who can't say anything. They're rocketing up. It's, it's the New York Mets. It's, it's that's just that's a. It's like Brian Kenny when he went on MLB, MLB Network and just ripped Joe. It's like, whoa, man, your your Met, Mister Met, is showing. You know, your Jerry Seinfeld is showing, buddy. <laughs> Relax a little bit. Yeah, that's that, the deal with Joe Musgrove's here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pretty uh, uh, pretty bad, pretty late. So in the uh, maybe only Tampa Bay Rays file on Don't Do This, uh, they were playing a spring training game yesterday against the Minnesota Twins, and I guess they were actually playing at a Tropicana field. I didn't know they did that. but I saw that, too, and I go, wow, their spring training facility is really accurate. (laughs) (laughs) So they were actually in their normal. I mean, it's there in Florida, so I guess if they need it, if it's raining. I don't know. I have no idea why they were in there. But as usual, they had a very small crowd. I mean, even smaller than usual because it's a spring training game, only a couple of thousand people in that that big domed stadium. But uh, the Minnesota Twins and both teams were using the pitchcom system, and because it was so quiet, and apparently the pitchcom earpiece that Rays catcher Tony Walters, Rancher Bernard, uh, Buena Vista High School, I believe, San Diego, was wearing was on the loud side. Apparently, all the hitters for the Rays could hear every pitch Kenta Maeda was about to throw. Oh my god. <laughs> because it was too loud and it was it was projecting from the ear of Tony Walters. Fastball. <laughs> Fastball. Okay. I All mean right. talk about, you know, a, trick? a foolproof sign stealing scheme. You don't need to do anything. You just stand there and you listen and you find out exactly what pitch was coming. Now Maybe the joke is on the Rays because Ken Maeda, despite that, threw two <laughs> shutout innings <laughs> against the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, that's when you know you got your good stuff working when they know what's coming and and you, still I, you know get it is one of the fastball. It's one of the concerns of the uh, of the pitchcom system. I think more so though the other way around when 
It's really, really loud. Like, you know, Petco Park is yeah, is fired up on a Saturday it. night or a playoff game. As loud as you make it in your ear, you you can't hear it because yeah. it's too loud. And then what do you do when you're relying on this pitch comp system? And now with a, a 15-second time limit to get those pitches in, it becomes even more critical. That technology has to be close to perfect this season if that's how they're going to do it to keep the games moving quickly. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, I'll finish up with a uh, big, big doo-doo this. D-D mega doo-doo. Not sports related at all, but uh, Dave Grohl. This was a really cool story. Love this. Uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl is getting into smoking meat and grilling uh, and really loves it. And he took his love of grilling Ben to the streets of Los Angeles cooking for more than 450 homeless people. He showed up at at Hope the Missions Trebek Center in Northridge last week. He had brisket. He had ribs. He had pork butt. He had some uh, barbecue smokers. And he worked there for 16 hours. Man, he didn't show up and say, all right, guys. Photo uh, op. wasn't a photo op. Context. Think about all of the cold weather, the rain that we have had in the last week. And and he went out to go help these people. He uh, So he turns, it says, here's from the uh, the director there. Quote, he turns up at 6 p.m., this meat truck gets delivered, and it's like an obscene amount of food. It's unbelievable. The guy spent thousands of dollars. He's in there by himself in our little food prep area, trimming the fat off the meat, making sure every single one's perfect. He got all his mates together. They're backing in these giant smokers. There's this megastar walking around hugging and loving on people. Then he starts to light the fires up at about 11 p.m., and then a massive storm hit. So he's out there last Wednesday through until Thursday. It's pouring down. The area's flooded. He stayed out there from midnight until I think it was 6 a.m. when the meat stopped resting. Uh, then he, he ran off. He would run it's into It's good his, to know he's resting the meat properly, yep, too. And he, he would run he off. He knows what he's doing. He would grab a nap in his trailer, and then he would come back out and continue to work on the meat. There's there's pictures of him. He's got his little readers on. He's got his <laughs> gloves on. He's he's massaging and cutting this meat. Um and yeah, he he had his family and friends there to help him serve the food. It just warmed my heart very, very much, my cold, dead heart. And I thought to myself, no one would even want to eat my smoked meat because I'm so bad at smoking it. I had to get rid of my Traeger. But if anybody wants to do that, I'll contribute to your meat fund because it just made me so, it was so sweet. So Dave Grohl, genuinely, genuinely good, good Genuinely good man. That's awesome. Yeah, really, really cool. Polly, I know this is a, a big ask, but I'm giving you a lot of notice. Oh, boy. Christmas extravaganza. Dave Grohl here smoking Smoking meats. some meat? Yes. Yeah, for right. us. With carving guy cutting the meat. Right. All right. Dime, dime thickness slices of Dave Grohl smoked meat. Is it still hot out there? Him. Yeah. Who'd you is. be more excited to meet? Well, I don't know. I think maybe carving guy. I'd, I'd be more excited for Grohl. <laughs> But it's closer than it probably it's should, than be. It should be. <laughs> Grohl smokes it. He brings it upstairs and carves it. it. Did you catch a game last night? I would forego intercourse for the rest of my <laughs> life if we could get that for the Christmas and holiday extravagance. It would be the greatest uh, moment in my life. And that is don't and do do this for a Friday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Dave. How about a dime dime size slice? Well, how about uh, Sammy Spring Training? He could be sleeping in right now. He gave him the day off. Because the Padres don't have a game until uh, 540 this afternoon. I believe you can hear it here. Is that correct today on uh, 97.3 uh, so. The Fan? Yes. 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 Uh, so he could have been sleeping in, but he said, no, no, no. I will come check in with you, tell you all about Fernando Tetis Jr.'s First outfield game yesterday. We talked about it earlier. We'll get a first-hand account 
from Peoria, Arizona, from Sammy Spring Training, coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This hour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Replace your afternoon coffee with a 5-Hour Energy. It's perfect when you're feeling coffeeed out and your stomach will thank you. Discover 5-Hour Energy. Learn more at 5-HourEnergy.com. I will only do afternoon coffee maybe once every couple of months. I try to avoid afternoon coffee. Yeah, I uh, I try to as well. I can't, sometimes it's like 3 o'clock and I know i got to pick the kids up and I'm in for, you know, the Civil War uh, battle at home, so I'm like, I'm going to have to suck one down. But then I'm screwed at night, and then you have to take something to fall asleep. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. I don't think I've ever made coffee after afternoon. Afternoon coffee is almost always a, a drive-through purchase when I do coffee. I never make it again. Like, probably the last time I had coffee that wasn't in the morning. It must have been you know like a decaf with like dessert or something yeah. if somebody brings it out. I never do decaf. When even my, When my wife gets coffee at dinner, I get like infuriated. Really? Like at when the they end, ask at yes. the end, they say, would anyone like coffee? And I sometimes say yes. Yeah, I know. Goes well with the dessert. <laughs> you know what else goes well with the dessert? The check. Goes really well with the dessert. Hey, let's get the hell out of here. Driving home. Driving home. Yes. Getting in bed. Uh, have her get an espresso next time. It's really small. small. Yeah. It goes down real fast. That's true. All right, uh, Sammy Spring Training going to join us. Uh, first, let's get one check traffic in on 97.3 The Fan. Love the picture we have of Sammy on our YouTube stream. It's He's so just good. smiling, smiling, the biggest, happiest smile. I have no idea what, I mean, what caused him to smile that big, but he looks so happy. Always makes me so pleased to welcome him to our okay, premiere show. that from his Instagram, maybe, uh, probably after a playoff game or after the, something. What, what late made in the you season. smile that big, Sam? I think that was taken during the National League Division Series at Petco Park. So obviously, I was very happy to be there. I think that was uh, that may have been the first playoff game at Petco Park of the postseason run. Uh, that was taken by. Kayla Barber, who uh, does a great job taking photos uh, at Petco Park uh, for MLB. So uh, a shout-out to her. She took that photo. And where were you covering baseball a year ago, Sammy? Well, what day is it? It is March 3rd, which I think I think I had already interviewed a couple of times for this job. I don't think I had officially 
We were still in a lockout, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I had officially received the job offer yet. I will, and I don't know if I ever told you guys this story, but um, I was living in Chicago during last winter doing college basketball and all the different things I would do during the baseball offseason, and I was in the process of interviewing for this job, and I actually left Chicago, and I was going back home to New York to kind of get my summer stuff and reset because my plan was going to Amarillo at this time last year. I I didn't have the job yet. So my attitude was go to Amarillo and, you know, if I have to make an adjustment, then I'll make an adjustment. But I'm going to act like I'm going to the Amarillo Sod Poodles until I'm not. So I actually was driving to New York to kind of get my summer clothes and and I would keep the stuff at home and then uh, head on out to uh, Amarillo, Texas. And on my way from Chicago to New York, I got a call from Adam and uh away we went so uh and then i just i I got my summer stuff in new york and then i just ended up driving all the way to amarillo and kept on going to san diego so that was the uh, whole story a windshield time for sammy levitt and then yeah i I, I, i've made a i've made a lot of uh very very long drives because i would do the uh the corpus christi to new york to chicago the amarillo to new york yeah, I, I've done a lot of those. Well, that's why he's smiling because, frankly, he's not. <laughs> he's in, in San Diego. He's it's not, the playoffs. He's not Major in, League Baseball. He's not in Amarillo. <laughs> yeah, and if you've ever been to Amarillo, now you live in San Diego, and the worst drive you have to make is the five and a half hour <laughs> jaunt to Peoria. To Peoria. <laughs> you know, I was um, I was telling somebody here the other day, and I've said it a bunch of times. I really enjoyed the last few months during the off season where I had a little bit more time to relax and enjoy san diego and i keep saying to people there's just not much not to like nothing about living in san diego i I truly truly enjoyed the last few months and uh it's been it's been great so that's why i'm smiling so big it was playoff baseball and uh, everything else but a great photo thank you for the great graphic paulie Uh, that's great talking to uh sammy spring training so uh you know obviously i don't know where are you right now just uh just hanging in your place yeah, I'm in the uh, the hotel room right now. Yeah. Went downstairs, got a cup of coffee. Uh, I think I'm going to head to uh, a nice locally owned coffee shop here after I'm done with you guys and uh, catch up on some work. I've got some kind of you know logistical things and taxes and things like that. I got to catch up on some stuff, so I think I'm going to knock out a couple of hours of uh, of stuff and then uh, head to the ballpark in uh, the early afternoon. It's it's basically the same schedule today, except it's more like a regular season game where the clubhouse is open in the afternoon and uh and we'll get ready for the game and you know obviously it's all not the same uh, just based on how long the players play and where we are but the schedule today is a, a little bit more normal so i was thinking about going to work out i don't think i'm gonna get there today i need uh, a couple of hours of uh, laptop time but uh, it's it's been it has been a nice morning to have instead of getting to the complex at you know six thirty seven a.m and uh, being ready to go so it's been nice so uh, you were there yesterday though when the Padres played the Mariners and Fernando Tatis Jr. had his first uh, spring start in the outfield obviously a lot of people talking about the play that wasn't made but what was your uh, your impression of Fernando's first game out there you know, look, I heard from Fernando and Bob Melvin after the game. And for Fernando, I thought 
guys, he was really upbeat after the game. It didn't seem like this monumental deal that he missed the ball in right field. And by the way, he had a routine play early in the game, and he made it perfectly. This one was a little bit harder going back into his left, and he explained that, you know, the ball sort of died on him a little bit, had a lot of spin, he was dealing with the wind, and he just didn't make the adjustment in time to make the play cleanly. But, you know, he spoke about being comfortable out there and making some adjustments, and we're going to be just fine. I mean, that's what he said. And Bob Melvin echoed that after the game because he said, look, he's going to have plays like that out there early on, um, but then the next day he's going to make two plays that only he can make because of the athlete he is. And I I think, you know, I, I immediately was looking on Twitter, not that I was really searching it out, but when I got on Twitter and, you know, not that Twitter is uh, the end-all, be-all for, for baseball opinion, but was seeing, you know, some stuff of, oh, he looks so uncomfortable. I think you have to have the really long view on this. A, he's got an entire spring training to work out there. He's a terrific athlete, and I think the feeling for Bob Melvin and the staff is that he will figure it out out there. He will become a good outfielder out there, and he'll work on it. They're working on it each and every day, and – uh you know, in in uh, did I say number one? Now I can't remember what I was, uh, what my second point was going to be. But like, it, it, right it, in uh, on this so, show, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, my my point, my point, <laughs> my point is, is you got, yeah, my point is, you got to take the long view on this. Like he's got plenty of time in spring training. He's got until April twentieth, and I think we have to accept there may be moments where it doesn't look great, and he misses something that's sort of routine, but. The feeling I got talking to Fernando, hearing from Bob Melvin after the game was, we're good. We're good. Don't worry about it. That we, you know, we expect this, that he's going to have some moments out there. But um, if they didn't think Fernando could do it well in right field and, and figure out how to play out there at a fairly high level, um, I don't think they're out there. And, and we've talked about it a ton. He's a terrific athlete. And I, I think there's a true belief that. There may be some some rough moments early on, but he's going to be okay, and he's got plenty of time to work out there and get used to it. So everybody take a, a deep breath. I, I think we have to take a very long view on this. I couldn't agree more, Sammy. We were talking about it a little bit earlier in the show, and uh, the, the national media, look, I mean, it's it's he's a kid with a target on his back, uh, a lot of it with his own doing, certainly, but you know, here in San Diego and, and for Padre fans, nothing to get upset about at spring training. Um, it, it, it's just not something you can judge on on two attempts uh, in the outfield that to say he's a bust in the outfield, which is stuff I saw yesterday. Um, I loved his attitude after the game. You talked about how upbeat he was. I saw the video that, that we posted as well. Yeah, it, trust me, he did not lose one second of sleep over that last night, and that's exactly how it should be. One of your impressions of uh, Seth Lugo yesterday uh, as well. I really I like what I see out of him every time he grabs the ball. Yeah, and and before I get to Lugo, I think you're right, Woodsy. Uh, You know, I didn't get video of what he said before that, but I was there for for when he talked about the play and um, and when he was talking about right field. And like I said earlier, he was was smiling, he was upbeat. I did not get this, like, sense of, you know, he's like, oh, I can't believe I'm not playing shortstop anymore and I'm in the outfield. It was not like that at all. It was a very open, upbeat – attitude after the game and and i think there's just kind of an acceptance that there will be moments like that out there in this process because it's baseball it's baseball that's it's it's gonna happen it's It's, baseball it's baseball and guess what guess what there may be moments 
in the regular season, especially early on, where there may be moments like that. And, hey, there there may be, you know, a big moment, a big play that happens. We don't know what's going to happen um, once the regular season begins and he's out there, but I, I think we just need to accept it's a process. On Seth Lugo, uh, looked really good, gave up the one home run to Eugenio Suarez, um, said the pitch had good movement on it, just a bad location. It seems like Lugo is, is happy with where he's at. Talked yesterday. He spoke after his first start. You know, this is a guy – this is a guy that throws a lot of pitches. Um, he told us after his first Cactus League start that he throws six different pitches, and we know he has a great curveball, which is a, a pitch that a lot of people have focused on for a long time. He talked after his first start about trying to create the separation between his cutter and and his slider, it was interesting, and it just shows you how guys make adjustments early in spring training, and they're figuring out what they want their arsenal for a season to be. He talked about actually just going back only to the slider and going back to five pitches after this second start. So he's working on some different things, but the stuff looked good. He made one mistake to Suarez, but uh, it seems like for both Seth Lugo and Bob Melvin that they're happy with where he's at. Um, you know, this is a, a different type of spring training for him in the sense that you know he hasn't done this in a while where he's went into a spring training knowing that the goal for him is to be a starter for the entire season and yesterday talked a little bit about you know he's having to face hitters for a second time in a row I mean these are things you, you just don't do as a as a reliever right you don't face a lineup for a second time so uh there's a, a feeling out process with that and getting back into the groove of that but i think from the stuff perspective how he feels what bob melvin has said i think all the the reports have been very positive on seth lugo and, and also i'll tell you just talking to him he's a, a laid-back really positive guy he's a he's a pleasure to talk to so i've, I've enjoyed getting to know him as well i it, think you guys will like him that's too. funny that's funny you say that like i i look at him and I'm a touch intimidated uh, when he would walk by the table he has like this focus and then when he's on the mound he's like there's a there's bit of a scowl little, like a, kind of a yeah. scowl yeah, yeah like Ugh. so I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him myself Sammy because I didn't get a chance to out at spring training what, like one that. last quick question for you Sammy we only got about a minute to go we've obviously oh, sorry, yeah. seen uh, Seth Lugo a couple times Nick Martinez has looked good we've seen some of the other potential starters groom Weathers Tehran goes again tonight we aren't going to see Musgrove because of the toe for a while. Darvish is with the uh, Japanese uh, WBC team. What about Blake Snell? Anyone yeah, hearing much about Blake Snell and what's going on with him right now? Yeah, quickly. I mean, he's thrown in in uh, sim games. Um, I'd have to look at the schedule today and, and see if he's scheduled to throw today. And he's thrown side sessions. Um, you know, for some guys, Blake being one of them, and some of the relievers, you may have noticed there are there are a handful of major league guys that we haven't seen yeah. in a spring training game. Like Josh Hader is one of them, right? Um, there's been a plan with Ruben Yabla and the staff and with some of these guys to just build them up in the sim games and on the backfields. And we actually saw that with Joe Musgrove the other day. He was throwing in a sim game. So there's just been a different plan for different guys. I'm not sure when Blake's supposed to make his Cactus League debut, but they've went the route of uh, throwing in the sim games on the backfields, live batting practice as a, a buildup early in spring training instead of throwing some of these pitchers right into the Cactus League game. So I'll try to get more info on that uh, here today for Blake. All right. Thanks, Sammy, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Sammy Spring Jeez, Training. Sammy. Sammy Levin on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. 
Chevrolet find new roads. And I, I saw we had a little bit of Josh Hader news, or at least uh, rumoring, uh, reported by the national media yesterday. We can get to that coming up here in the uh, second half of Ben and Woods on a Friday, Woodsy. Sounds good to me, buddy. Yeah, well, there's, have, uh, uh, there's some some discussion about it online, as uh, you might imagine. And if you tuned in for Craig Elston at 7.30, where he usually is on Friday, he's going to join us at 8.35 with his crossing stream. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. All coming up on San Diego's number one sports station. Ben and Woods continues next on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 